Cleaning and disinfecting is more top of mind than ever these days. But what's effective and safe? Get this. You can spray it on a baby's pacifier and then put it back in the baby's mouth. That's how safe it is. We were three months into our business. We were actually sued in federal court. We've survived two tariff increases. We've survived riots outside of our office in Hong Kong. And now we've survived a pandemic. This is the Language of Business, a podcast to inform and inspire entrepreneurs or a small business looking for an edge. Hear about strategies that work and strategies that don't work from people who've been there and done that. I'm executive producer Don Kelly. Our host is Gregory Stoller, Harvard MBA and senior lecturer at Boston University Questrom School of Business. On this episode, we look at two products that are game changers when it comes to cleaning and disinfecting. Here's Greg Stoller. Don, thank you. How would you like to do your part these days in killing COVID-19? We're joined with Sandy Poza and Melissa Lush, co-founders of Force of Nature, and welcome to the Language of Business. Thank Thank you. Melissa, you are co-founder and chief marketing officer. How do you kill COVID-19? Well, it's maybe a little bit hard to believe, but we make a little appliance that changes salt, water, and vinegar into a disinfectant as effective as bleach, so it kills 99.9% of germs, as well as the novel coronavirus, and it's completely non-toxic. So you make it on your own countertop. You don't have to worry about going into a store and seeing bare shelves with no disinfectant and sanitizer. You can make it as you need it. It replaces all of your other cleaners. This has a lot of applications. If you think about all of the different issues that bacteria causes or bacteria or fungus is another one. These are the root of all sorts of different issues in our lives. So even if you, if you start with bacteria, for example, there, it causes skin problems in adults, in babies, you know, there are diaper rashes, acne, you know, all sorts of different things. So if you just start from the premise of how useful is something that can kill bacteria, get this, you can spray it on a baby's pacifier and then put it back in the baby's mouth. That's how safe it is. Effective as bleach, but you're not supposed to drink it. Exactly. You really shouldn't. It'll kill the good bacteria as well, so you really shouldn't drink it. However, if you do, you're not going to have nearly the impact that you would if you drank a, you know, even a teaspoonful of most disinfecting products. How does it work compared with the existing products that have been out there for uh, years? Well, it's really interesting. The existing products out there have a lot of ingredients in them that signal that the product's working. So for example, maybe it's dyed a color, it looks blue or pink or lavender, and that's really just a perception driver. They also have ingredients like surfactants that are create suds that give you the perception that a cleaner is working, or fragrance. Fragrance is a huge signal that a cleaning product is working, but at the end of the day, none of these things are really doing anything from an efficacy standpoint. And you look at the shelf, the cleaning shelf in a store, and it's tons of different products for different types of cleaning jobs and different cleaning surfaces. 
So the beautiful thing about Force of Nature is that you only need this one product and it will work on glass, on rugs, disinfects all your bathroom services, etc. We've done third-party independent lab testing and our product is as effective as the top cleaning brands, except it has no toxic chemicals. Why then do you need the appliance as opposed to the other products that you basically point and spray? That's an excellent question. We get that a lot. It's actually very simple. So it uses electricity to change the chemical composition of salt, water, and vinegar into two new ingredients. One ingredient, it's a very common detergent. It's called sodium hydroxide. And it's used in products from toothpaste to skin moisturizers to cleaning products, all at different concentrations. The second ingredient, which is really sort of the hero ingredient, the most important one, it's called hypochlorous acid. And hypochlorous acid is a disinfectant. It's actually the same disinfectant that your immune system produces to fight infection in your body. And it's used in lots of different industrial applications like wound healing products, eye care, veterinary care. So it's a really effective and safe disinfectant. Now here's the thing, getting back to your question, hypochlorous acid starts to dissipate after a couple of weeks. It gases off if you think of like bubbles in a soda, same thing. So that's the reason you don't see it in bottled products sitting on a store shelf because by the time it goes to the distribution system, it will have lost its disinfecting and sanitizing efficacy. So that's why you have to make it fresh at home in an appliance. But you can use regular water. You don't need salt water from, say, the ocean. Correct. Yep. You fill it up with regular tap water. The appliance is the size of, think of like a little wine bottle sitting on your countertop. So you fill it up with tap water, and then you squeeze in a little capsule, and inside the capsule, it's salt, water, and vinegar. You hit the button. And then the chemistry starts to change. Sandy, you are co-founder and also CEO. How are you distributing this product these days? So today we uh, distribute in only two places. One on our own site, uh, forceofnatureclean.com, and secondly on Amazon. And which has been more effective so far, especially during the pandemic? We actually sell about 90% of the um, revenue on our own site and only about 10% on Amazon. So why use Amazon then? Well, because of the nature of how people find our product and then learn about um, the very unique benefits and characteristics of it. So they'll search online, they'll do a lot of research, and one of the places they go to is Amazon. Amazon tends to be one of those locations that people go to to make sure that the product is real if, if they don't really know about it. So it serves a great purpose to do that. Then they go back to our site in order. What is it like having Amazon as a partner these days? What do you think the advantage that Force of Nature has being, if you will, a second mover? You're not Clorox. You didn't come in at the beginning, but yet, to Melissa's point, you're really adding a lot of value. The real advantage is our business model is completely different than uh, big, large chemical companies that sell mainly through grocery stores. So we're all about making homes more safe and healthy, which our competitors, uh, because of the nature of the ingredients that they have in their products, can't do. Sandy, as CEO of the company, what keeps you up at night about Force of Nature's future? The world has changed in such a dramatic way. And it's very clear that behaviors around cleaning and disinfecting are never going to be the same. Sandy Poza, CEO and co-founder, Melissa Lush, co-founder and chief marketing officer, both with Force of Nature. Thank you very much for joining us today on the show. Thank Thank you. you. Don, back to you. 
Thanks, Craig. Still to come, a way to keep your handbag bacteria-free when the Language of Business continues. Support for the Language of Business is from Boston University Questrom School of Business. If you want to take the next step in your career, despite social distancing requirements, Boston University has an option for you. The Questrom Online MBA. It's a top 50 program for a very affordable $24,000. And you can complete your online MBA in as little as two years. As an online MBA student, you'll be part of a truly global learning community with your fellow online MBA students all around the world. You'll join a network that includes outstanding faculty and staff in Boston and over 51,000 Questrom alumni and 335,000 BU alumni around the world. Interested? Get full details at bu.edu slash Questrom. This is the Language of Business look at cleaning and disinfecting game changers. Imagine throwing your handbag in the wash. Back to Greg Stoller. How would you like to be able to disinfect your entire life? And no, we're not talking about COVID-19. For people who have their entire life in their handbag, this might be a great way of getting through the next few months. We're on location with proper social distancing with Sue Fuller, co-founder of The Oliver Thomas, and welcome to The Language of Business. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me today. How do you disinfect a handbag, Sue? Oh, it's very easy, actually. You just take your bag, you turn it inside out, you put it in the washing machine on cold, and then put it in the dryer. And the fabric or the designs won't get uh, adversely impacted at all or destroyed? With Oliver Thomas, all of our bags are designed with quilted polyester, and they're actually meant to withstand a few things. One is high abrasion resistance. Secondly, they have fade-proof technology. And then third, they're actually made to withstand high heat. So that does allow for the disinfecting to take place. Is this something you've come up with in response to COVID-19? This actually started from the initial concept of the brand. We know that everyone is very busy running around, particularly the Oliver Thomas customer. And we know that she and, and he travel a lot. They go to the gym. Some of them are parents, obviously, and they work. And so we wanted a bag that went from day to night, week to weekend, and also would be highly washable because of all the contaminants that potentially could get on a bag throughout their average week and when they're traveling. And so this is something that we concepted early on. We then worked with microbiologist specialists to confirm that if you do in fact wash your bag and then turn around and put it in the dryer that you would see a significant reduction in contaminants. So this started well beyond and before COVID. How many people generally wash their handbags? Rarely do people wash any of their bags. And that's one of the reasons why we were so passionate about letting people know about how dirty your bags get and the type of bacterial and fungal that get on it from just carrying it around on an average week. We took five of our bags, put them through all the different types of scenarios, taking them to work, to a gym, on an airplane. And then we worked with a microbiologist specialist, which are a certified lab, where they categorized every single contaminant that possibly gets on a bag. And we utilize that to really understand how we could better help our consumers lead a healthier life. Where do you manufacture all of these? Is this a U.S. play? Is this an Asian play? So we actually manufacture in Asia. And all of our bags are also vegan.org certified by the 501c3 out of Washington. We basically manufacture in one facility that is, in fact, certified. That was really important to us. 
the company is two and a half years old. About a year ago, I actually opened an office in Hong Kong. And right after I opened that office, some of the rioting started. That was very unique for us. But what's great is we have an amazing team that actually resides over in Asia and oversees all of the production, all of the quality, and all of the flow of goods. And so we're able to keep operating in any type of environment, whether that be the riots or now we're dealing with the pandemic, both over in Asia and now here in the US. And we've been really fortunate that our business has been mildly interrupted. When was the last time you were physically inside your Hong Kong office? That's been a little more challenging. So we opened the office in January of last year. The last time I was over there was actually April of 2019. And I have yet to actually make a return trip back over to Asia. Are your days and nights flipped? Does your day start at 12 noon in the United States and end around midnight with the time difference? Yeah, so while most people are going to bed in the US, probably around 9 or 10 o'clock at night, that actually starts one part of my day. So I'm usually on for about two to three hours with the team over in Asia, and then I sleep for a little bit. I get back up around 2 to 3 a.m., check emails, possibly take phone calls if they have any questions at all, go back to bed and then start again at 5.30 a.m., catch up on any last-minute happenings over in Asia. And then my day in the U.S. starts around 7.30 or 8 a.m. here. Long days for sure. How are you getting uh, the Oliver Thomas products into the hands of U.S. consumers? So we have two primary channels of business. We have our direct side of the business, which consists of our website and also our social media. And then we have a large wholesale portion of our business where we sell to independent business owners that own boutiques. We also sell to country clubs, yacht clubs, gyms, and we have a really special relationship with the team at Peloton. And what makes your relationship with Peloton unique? We're on our 10th or 11th collaboration with them, and they actually found us when we were three months old. We build product specifically thinking about their consumer in mind. So it's not like they took an Oliver Thomas product and just label slapped on it. We actually, um, I studied their consumer, really how their consumer lives, what they value. With every product that we do with them, we really try to take that into account. And it's been a phenomenal relationship. We'll ship in items and sometimes they sell out in within 24 to 48 hours. And are these branded as Peloton or the Oliver Thomas? These are a collaboration. So they're actually branded with both names. So you mentioned that your Asian operations are only mildly impacted these days, fortunately. How about your U.S. distribution operations? Are people selling? Are people buying? Our wholesale operation has been greatly impacted, obviously, because everything has been shut down. But we are fortunate that we do have a very robust direct business, so we are able to ship directly to the consumer. We spend a lot of time speaking with the consumer, and so we still are able to ship goods. We are located in a warehouse that continues to ship even during catastrophic times. So we're really fortunate that our business has not been interrupted from an operations perspective. Would you consider expanding beyond handbags to other fabrics or other items that could possibly also be washable? Yes, we're constantly looking at other items and where we think we can be unique in the market. We do offer apparel currently. We also offer customizable dog coats, which is fully washable. And we're constantly looking at the market and seeing where this white space is, evaluating it, and then seeing where we think we can make an impact in that market. 
what is the single biggest thing that keeps you up at night these days about the Oliver Thomas? Gosh, that's a great question. I would say, you know, we're constantly thinking about how we can be better. And even in times of chaos, we view it as an opportunity. We're never short of ideas, that's for sure. And so I think it's just making sure that we are continuing to be meaningful to our customer in the market and bringing them something that is actually improving their lives. If somebody came to you wanting to start a business right now, what counsel would you give them? You know, to just go ahead and try it. The biggest thing that I've learned through this is that you actually have to jump in and just start going and make sure that you are able to quickly pivot. Obviously, the pandemic has not been the first thing that we've realized as a business that has been a little bit chaotic. We were three months into our business. We were actually sued in federal court. We won on all counts. We've survived two tariff increases. We've survived riots outside of our office in Hong Kong. And now we've survived a pandemic. And every single time, you know, I always say that chaos and crisis creates opportunities. That would probably be the advice that I would give. Sue, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. Sue Fuller, co-founder of The Oliver Thomas. Back to you, Don. Thanks, Greg. And that's our latest episode. The Language Business is available wherever you get podcasts. We have downloads in 62 countries that we're aware of and 10 more that are marked as unknown. We really appreciate the support. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and you'll automatically receive new episodes. Our social media is by Jennifer Powell of the Excellent Writers Group. Consulting producer, Helen Tierney of Happy Accident Productions. Direction, audio editing, and voiceover by yours truly. Special thanks to Mike Carruthers of somethingyoushouldknow.net. I'm executive producer Don Kelly. For Greg Stoller and the entire team, thanks for listening to The Language of Business.